0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Pers and Barrels Podcast. I'm your host, Peter K, and I'm back with another podcast. So today's Mr. Mrs. series is going to be a QA. So this is something very different in all my years of doing podcasts. I don't think I've ever done a QA podcast, but I'm really, really looking forward to it. So I've got some questions here that I'm gonna whiz through. Um, all of these questions are either about single life, um, dating, marriage. A lot of them are actually about marriage, but <laughs> we're gonna get through them anyway i do hope that you find this podcast today helpful and if you have any questions as well that you'd like me to answer in a podcast or personally then just drop me an email all my details are in the show notes um so yeah and also let me know how you guys found today's podcast i'm going to get straight into the first one so the first question is what do you think are the top three must-haves character wise or material wise for a woman before getting married hmm Very good question. Um, I probably should have thought about my answers before. (laughs) So, if there is any awkward pauses, I'm thinking of my answer. I would say top three. First and foremost, I'd say that mentally, you have to be in a place where, one, you're stable within yourself. I think it's really important before getting married to already have confidence within yourself you know to work through any relationship baggage that you may have so if you've been in previous relationships that didn't work out even if they weren't traumatic you know even if there were just regular relationships that just didn't work out for whatever reason I still think it's important to deal with any issues or baggage you may have carried along with those relationships even if it's something like you know not being able to trust or having difficulty speaking about your feelings or opening up. Whatever issues you may be carrying from a previous relationship, definitely work through those things. Any inner issues you have, trust issues, you know, things from growing up, because all of these things can really affect your relationship and even if the person is suitable to you and you really, really like each other if you are coming into the relationship with a whole lot of baggage and you're someone that's very difficult to deal with that can really put a massive strain on the relationship and as you can see unfortunately a lot of marriages in today's society does not work or you have people that are married but (laughs) they ain't happy you know it's just staying together for whatever reason so i do think that's definitely something that's important so really just working for yourself honestly like it's so important to love on yourself i'm sure i've said this in previous podcasts but now that i'm married i really do understand and see why that was important like because when you don't love yourself you're just going to be so clingy (laughs) you know you're always going to be seeking for validation from your partner you're always going to want them to be complimenting you and things like that you know we all have those moments where you know everybody likes you know to hear some affirmations. Everybody likes to hear positive affirmations or, or, you know, you're doing well, you look good. However, it will be to an excessive and a very unhealthy level, which can be annoying and it can also put a strain on the relationship. And one thing I'll say is that confidence is attractive. You know, when someone is confident within themselves, it's so, so attractive as opposed to when someone's very insecure, always needing validation, always needing someone to, you know, add that security to them. It's a lot. So I definitely say that's one thing to work through another thing I would say is communication okay um being able to deal with conflict you know and of course when you're single you might not necessarily have conflict with a lot of people or disagreements I would not say conflict but like disagreements because of course in a relationship you're two different people you're gonna have to do make decisions together and you may not always agree on the same things so I'd say you know even in your relationships like your friendships your family your colleagues Being able to work through conflicts with other people effectively is important and if you're someone that when it comes to dealing with problems, conflicts, you run away from it, you don't like confrontation, you don't like speaking through problems, you know, to get to a solution, then I definitely say that's something you need to work through because marriage is a lot of problem solving. And if you lack that skill, it's gonna also put a your relationship. A lot of the times people try to avoid issues like they're not there, but the problem is just they're staring at you in the face. And again, you know, there's so many things, when you ignore them, they grow and they get bigger. And again, that could be something that could later affect your relationships. I do think it's very important to work through your communication skills and also your problem solving, because it's important and it's something you're going to be using a lot in marriage. So that's definitely a must have. Third thing I'd say is, um, hmm, I don't know. So what did I say I said? being secure within yourself, problem-solving. Oh, okay, the third thing I'd say is that you need to come into marriage with a willingness, okay? Um, A willingness to make the other person happy, to be the best wife you can be, the best partner you can be, a willingness to invest in your marriage on a consistent basis, a willingness to compromise, a willingness to Be humble to accept, you know, when you are wrong. Just a willingness to serve, okay? Marriage is all about serving. And I don't believe it's just from the woman's side. It's definitely from both sides. I definitely think that, you know, when you're going into marriage, a lot of the time we don't think about serving. We think about being served. We think about, you know, okay, this person's gonna make me happy. My husband's gonna treat me like this. He's gonna buy me gifts all the time. He's gonna take me here and there. You know, a lot of the times, for a lot of people that are single especially women we do go in not just women let me speak from a woman's perspective but a lot of women we do go into it you know thinking about everything that our husband's gonna do or how he's going to be so i definitely say you know you need to go into it with a willingness to just be a servant not a slave there's a massive difference but willing to serve you know to make the other person happy and vice versa if you're a man equally you need to go into the relationship ready to serve your wife because there are a lot of men they get into marriage and they're just thinking about yeah my wife's gonna cook for me clean for me do this do this do that do that and you're not putting anything to the table and of course it's not just about i work you know i bring money home that's not enough money will not sustain your relationship it's also being willing to do things that are gonna make your wife happy as well respecting her opinion you know really just treating her like the queen she is so i definitely say going into it with a servant mentality you know ready to just serve your partner ready to have fun ready to also be open to you know those times where your partner may say do you know what you did this and that really hurt me or that really offended me and being open to try and understand the other person's um point of view i think that is so important and of course it's not always easy because sometimes you might not necessarily agree with your partner, but it's important to take their feelings into consideration and not just think, oh yeah, nah, I don't agree with that, so full stop. You know, so definitely that is important. So being willing to serve and just going into it with that mentality of, okay, I'm willing to invest. Just be willing. Just be willing. Of course, I'm not saying be willing to do things that are unhealthy or toxic, <laughs> but willing to do things that are going to make your marriage work. And you know, make you both happy, that's what I'd say. Next question is, what do you think is the best age to get married? Okay, interesting. I feel like when I was younger, like around 18, 19, I was, I would always ask people this question, simply because I wanted to get married at 21. Um, Now that I'm married, well, I got married at 23. Um, I don't think there is a best age to get married, to be honest. I think that you just have to be at a stage in life that you are you believe that you're ready as ready as you can be anyway to get married um emotionally um in terms of wh- where you're at in your relationship as well you, obviously you guys need to have that trust together you need to be but bo- you need to both be sure of the relationship as well and i definitely say that financially let's talk about money money is an important factor financially you need to be financially stable to get married let's not cover a lie now love will not pay the bills and love ain't gonna keep you together because i think that sometimes people rush marriage um especially people that you know have some like for example christians or people that are religious in some way a lot of the times they rush marriage because of course in most religions when it comes to the intimate side of things you can only do that when you get married so i think that a lot of young people do rush to get married for that reason and i definitely think it's important for you to be financially stable as well because when you're not it will add a strain onto the relationship i remember when we first got married um a day before i'd literally um left my job and for the first, say six months, I wasn't married, so we only had my husband's salary. And even though his salary was a lot, we were very, <laughs> our finance skills were trash at the time. Um, so we didn't really, like, yes, we knew we have to pay our bills, we have to do this, but we weren't budgeting. So even though his salary was a lot, We were burning the money so quickly and it really put a strain on our relationship because we'd find that, oh my gosh, we've got no money left and it just added um, unnecessary stress. So definitely that's something that I learned within the first year is that I have, we have to be organized with our finances. We've got to start budgeting. We've got to start, you know, putting a proper financial plan in place because what? Money burned quick. So that's definitely something that I learned and I saw that it was definitely important to be financially stable and like i said it's not just about you know what you're earning i'm not saying you need to be earning a high amount of money but just enough to sustain you both you know pay your bills and for you guys to live comfortably so that's definitely important and also something that ties into that is your finance habits you know if you've got terrible finance habits maybe you're someone that's a a shopaholic or you love to impulse buy that can put a strain on your relationship especially because when you get married in some way your finances are now joint so let's say you have a joint account and you're just always shop shop shopping you know and burning out the money and then when it's time to pay bills there's no money left that's going to put a strain on the relationship or even if you don't have a joint account if you let's say you've um split the bill so you're meant to pay a certain bill and then when it comes a time for that bill to be paid you don't have any money left because you've spent it on other things that can add strain to the relationship as well so i definitely say (laughs) get your finances in order before you get married as well as the other things that i mentioned as well so i wouldn't say there's a particular age because everybody's at different stages of life when they um do um, get married. Some people may be 30, maybe 40, maybe even 50. Um, But yeah, it it just depends on you. So I definitely say once you are at that stage in life where you can afford to maintain a marriage, (laughs) you can afford to look after yourselves, um, then definitely, yes. And of course, mentally, you're ready for a a relationship. You're ready for that level of commitment. Next one is... oh. So, if you had to choose, would you choose a successful career or a successful relationship if I had to just pick one? Hmm, okay, I've had both. So I'm gonna say relationship and the reason why I would say relationship is because, for example, at the beginning of my marriage, like I said, I had gone into marriage basically unemployed <laughs> by choice, okay? Um, because that job honestly it was too much (laughs) and I I just needed I needed to go because I could see how being in that stressful environment and just getting married would have been a problem Um, so I definitely say a successful relationship because I really do believe when you have a partner that is supportive that when you have someone who has your best interests at heart that loves you that um, respects you that cares for you, that is willing to sacrifice for you. Honestly, the successful career can come as well. Um, Just a couple of months ago, back in March, I decided to leave my job, of course. This was a decision I spoke to my husband about because it would directly affect him as well, me not working and having my income coming in as well. But he was so supportive and he understood (laughs) the struggle a sister was going through. And he was just so, so supportive. And I definitely say that having a partner that is, like, that honestly is so helpful, because it gave me that confidence, like, okay, I can do this, and even with starting my business, like, he's been really supportive with it, you know, there hasn't been a pressure, like, you need to find a job, of course, when I just started it, of course, money is coming in, but it's not as much as what I was getting in my previous job, but he's just been so supportive. And I do definitely think that having a successful relationship, a relationship that's healthy, that's loving, it's really, it will help you because you're gonna have someone that will support you in your career. However, you can have a successful career and be alone, you know, so I definitely choose a successful relationship any day of the week because I do believe a successful career can come along with that as well. So definitely, I would choose the relationship. Um, next thing. What was the biggest lesson you learned in your first few months of marriage? Hmm. Um, that's hard to narrow it to one thing. I would say that, I think for me, getting married, I'd put a lot of thought into it had expectations of how I wanted to be as a wife. And I was just, I felt like I was putting too, too much pressure on myself to do things perfectly, to always be like organized, house is on point, everything's on point. <laughs> I feel like I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself and I could see that, especially when I started working again and I was in a very busy job, it really started to affect me. Like I started to burn out because I was constantly on the go. Imagine I'm going to work, more than 40 hours a week even because a lot of the times I would stay late to finish staff and there was always things going on so it was a very very demanding job however I'd still have my responsibilities at home that I'd be holding down at the same time and one thing that I learned in the first year of marriage was that I ask for help if you need it. Like, my partner's there to help me as much as I'm there to help him. And I feel like there was so many times where I could have asked him for help that I just didn't. And those times that he noticed like, nah, you're tired, you know, don't worry, I'll cook, or um, I'll sort this out, I'll I'll do that, or whatever it is. And I just say like, asking for help is key. And I think when you've been someone that you've been quite independent, um, you've been alone for a period of time, you're so used to doing things on your own so you're so used to depending on yourself I don't need nobody that kind of mentality so I definitely had to learn do you know what ask for help if you need help ask for it like don't wait till you're burnt out and you're sitting on the sofa with no energy and you're reflecting looking at your life like it's too much you know because I definitely had those moments especially when work was very stressful boy it wasn't easy so I definitely say asking for help not putting too much pressure on yourself you know just being balanced having moments to yourself oh my gosh it's so necessary like for me i love being alone sometimes you know so sometimes it's for me to watch my shows or just to chill or have a little read or just to do nothing because i genuinely enjoy my company um (laughs) so i definitely say yeah that's one of the key things that i learned and yeah now that i'm in year two going into year three in actually now I've got like a good 10 months (laughs) um it's definitely something I will be keeping with me um next question is did you find the transition from dating to marriage hard yes and no I'd say the hardest part for me to be honest I only felt felt the hard part when I started working because obviously if you can imagine the first five I think five or six months I was I was at home I was a housewife and honestly I loved it 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 allowed me to work on other projects that I had. I wasn't stressed out because what was there to stress me? Do I mean I'm at home, and at that time it wasn't Corona or anything. This was 2018, so my husband was going into work. I had the house to myself, Um, so I wouldn't say. And plus, I needed to (laughs) kind of de-stress from the stress that I had just left in that workplace. So um, yeah, so definitely that part wasn't hard. It was more when I started working and <laughs> the job that I was in, my last position, was why? it was very very demanding and at the peaks of when it was stressful that made it hard for me because it was like keeping up with everything was like bruh, this is hard so that definitely made that transition difficult. Um, I'd say that it was more the responsibility side of things like someone is um, depending on me in some ways and I wasn't used to that. It's like, for example, let me give you an example. It's so simple. Like, for example, food. My husband loves to eat. The man's always hungry. So, like, there would be times, like, for me, like, if I was single, I'd probably just eat, make up. I don't know. I wouldn't say i make noodles because I don't really like noodles. But I would just have something, like, really simple, quick. If I can't be bothered, i will probably have toast and chicken <laughs> for my dinner. But then for him, it's like, it's not that he wouldn't have that because if I made it and I was really tired, he would eat it. But... It's like, oh, what's for dinner today? And guys, for like the first couple of months, him asking me that would really annoy me. And I didn't know why. Like, he didn't ask in a rude way. He's just asking that, oh, what's for dinner? And I would get so annoyed. Like, why is this guy asking me what's for dinner? And I didn't understand why it bothered me so much. But I think now looking back in hindsight, it was kind of like, I wasn't one, I wasn't used to that. wasn't used to like especially when i lived at home i would always get home quite late so there'd always be food on the table someone would have cooked before me i never had that that responsibility so it was kind of like why are you always asking me like (laughs) what do i look like so i don't know why i was just so defensive but looking back at it i'd say that it was probably because i felt like i don't know i don't know if it added pressure to me i honestly even now i'm not sure why i think it's just because i wasn't used to it and it's like i felt like you just expected me to cook every day i don't even know what it was i think it was that independent woman inside of me that was just like but now it's really not that deep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and to be honest, I prefer to cook because I clean up properly, do you know what I mean? No shade if my hubby's is listening. But yeah, so it's all good now. <laughs> it doesn't bother me anymore. I think I just wasn't used to it, so it was just very foreign, and it's like, why are you always asking me every day what's for dinner? Like, I'm gonna make something. What I'm cooking is for dinner. But yeah, it would really bother me, don't know why. Um, but I think that's probably the reason why. Um, next question, it's quite early right now you actually could probably tell in my voice (laughs) I don't sound like my usual self um oh yes the next question was how do you know when you are ready to get married hmm this is kind of similar to the age one I'd say one like you you should know yourself so I would say that it's something that only you would know for yourself but I think some things to kind of assess that would be am I willing to do what it takes for a relationship to work Am I going into a relationship just to make me happy? Am I going into this relationship because I, you know, am I getting am I getting married? Because you're already in a relationship, obviously, when <laughs> you get married. Am I, you know, making this level of commitment for the right reasons? Is this because I want financial security? Is it because of, you know, I don't know, whatever the intentions may be. Because sometimes people don't get married for the right reasons. Sometimes people get married for, you know, legal reasons. Um... Convenience, feeling like, you know what, I'm getting old, I need someone. Um, So I definitely say, really assessing your level of why am I doing this, you know, am I doing this for the right reason, am I doing this because I love this person and I want to commit to spending the rest of my life with that person and also looking at, you know, like I said, am I willing, am I willing to do what it takes for my marriage to work, am I willing to stick with this person through the good times and the bad because sometimes we love the good times but when the bad comes we're ready to sign out so definitely looking at, you know, am I willing to stick with this person through all the seasons, you know, not just summertime but through the winter as well, through those Difficult moments that we will face in our marriage, and also looking at you know, um, are there things that I need to work on that, or things that are within me or my character that will affect my relationship? Are there things that my partner's always telling me, you know what, like you need to work on this? Do I have trust issues that I need to work on? I feel like all of these things are things you need to think about. And the biggest thing is are you willing because marriage can be hard you know of course there's good moments it can be fun you know you have your life partner you have your companion you're doing life together and all that good stuff however it's like am i willing you know to invest when things get tough am i willing to put my partner before certain things do you know what i mean so definitely am i willing to make my marriage a priority that is it am i willing to make my marriage a priority Am I willing to make my partner a priority? That is important. So i definitely say looking at those things, you know, and do I have um, issues with trust? Trust is so important. And if that's an issue, something that you find difficult, it's definitely something to really think about. Um, So yeah, I'd say that looking at all of those things, especially the willingness as well, that's when you really know. If you have fears of commitment or, you know, is this really gonna work? Um, Or you're the kind of person that has a tendency that if something's not working, you give up on it, you're probably not ready. Um, If you're not willing to um, be challenged or to be humble, you're probably not ready to get married either. Um, Next question is, what's the hardest thing about being married? I would say the hardest thing is compromise. Um, especially when it's something that you don't necessarily agree with or in your head it's the right way and the other person does not agree with you I think sometimes finding a mutual or meeting in the middle can be a challenge Um, understanding that things are not always going to be your way and your way is not always the right way but finding a way that works for both of you I definitely say that can be hard especially when you're not used to doing that because when I was single, I never had to do that, you know, but now that I'm married, I have, that something that I have to do all the time, so I definitely say that is one of the hardest things. My favourite thing, um, so next question is, so what's your favourite thing of being married? I would say, um, I'd say, like, having your best friend to do life with, like, your wins together, it's fun, like, there are stuff like marriage is fun. I'm not lying to you, like it is fun. Um, sometimes you have your banter like you do fun things together. I definitely say just having that person that you're doing life together, you have that accountability um partner with your goals, and um, if you're struggling with someone, you have that person there to support you as well. Um, I definitely say that's important. And also, you know, if all your friends abandon you, at least you have that one friend. <laughs> So at least you got one friend, you know, you're not going to be a loner. I'll definitely say that's important. That companion- that companionship element is really, really nice. Like having someone there that is supporting you that is there is is really nice. Another thing is, what is something you would go back and complete before you got married? Hmm... I can't really think of anything I would say save more money because <laughs> adulting is expensive that's probably something that I would do differently save more money um, because yeah life is expensive oh my gosh and money goes quick that's probably the only thing I could think of to be honest I don't think there's anything I wanted to complete or that being married will not allow me to do um, oh this question's good the next question is how do you overcome body confidence in marriage um, Hmm. i'd say that whatever it is that you're insecure about like working on that thing and sometimes like our insecurities that you might think oh i don't like my feet for an example because i don't really like my feet you might think i don't like my feet or i don't like my legs i don't like whatever it is and maybe for your partner it's not even that deep they might even like the thing you don't like i definitely say like working on your confidence like Your confidence in yourself in your body how you look how you feel about yourself as well all of those things come together and it's important because obviously if you lack confidence in that area you're gonna be a lot more like um tense and not willing to kind of just be free which is important so i definitely say um whatever it is that makes you uncomfortable work on that thing um if it's your weight then work on that if it's just something that you can't change then just learn to love that thing Just start to look at yourself in a positive way because a lot of the times the things we're insecure about they're not even that deep and if it is something that you can work on then just work on that thing as well and just work on building your confidence and just loving on yourself and being comfortable in yourself as i say is super important so i'd say the key is just invest in the thing that you feel insecure about if it's something you can't change then change your mindset um just three more and we are almost done okay and the next one is why do you think marriages today don't tend to last as long as they used to in older generations now i think there is a variety of reasons for this i don't think it's just one particular reason but i think one of the main reasons is that a lot of people no longer see marriage as a lifetime commitment for some people it's kind of like if it doesn't start to serve me in the way that i want it to anymore then i'm ready to leave I think that a lot of people don't necessarily see it as a lifetime commitment that they need to invest in making it work and i think a lot of people have that mentality of if it's broken i'ma replace it as opposed to that generation of if something's broken let's fix it um so i definitely say that also has an impact as well because some of the reasons that people get married people get married. Some of the reasons that people get divorced are actually things you can work through. I really believe if you feel like, you know, I no longer have sparks or whatever, that part's gone. Those things you can rebuild. A lot of the time you no longer have that because you're not really spending time together anymore. You're not really doing those things that you used to do when you were dating. And those are things you can start re-implementing that's going to bring back those feelings. So I think, I think that sometimes people give up too easily. And equally, Sometimes, well, I think in our generation, people are a lot less willing to remain in toxic relationships to an extent, um because I believe definitely in older generations there was a lot of infidelity, and people would kind of just stay in the relationship, whereas now a lot of women and I'd say more the women's side because most it's mainly the the female side that would kind of stay with the person if they cheated in most cases for a man, if the woman cheats, the relationship is done, <laughs> but more women are more willing to forgive and try to make the relationship work I'd say that a lot less women are now willing to accept things like cheating, um, infidelity, that sort of thing, abuse, so that's one of the reasons, but I would say that's not the, the major reason. I definitely say that a lot less people see it as a lifetime commitment and a, a lot less people are willing to kind of go to the, ex- the, the ends of the earth to make their marriage work, um, whether it's going to be, let's try counselling, you know, let's do this let's do that to make it work i think for some people if they feel like oh the love's not there anymore then that's their cue that do you know what maybe it was not meant to be and i don't agree with that i feel like there are ways there are definitely ways i think it's really just a matter of building that communication back implementing that fun into a relationship man honestly i think yeah so i think that's one of the main reasons to be honest that it doesn't last as it used to and again a lot of people they go into marriage with false expectations or they don't really understand um what's required to make the marriage work so they go into it just thinking yeah this person just there to make me happy and they're not willing to work on themselves in the marriage as well and then of course it's like you're both going in with um mixed expectations you're gonna have clashes and it's not gonna work so um yeah i think that's another reason as well um next one is how do you know if someone is the one you know everybody else asks this question i would say again that's something that you should know for yourself but i'd say for me how did i know that he was the one well let's speak on the one i don't think there's like we have billions of people on the planet i don't think there's only one person for you and if you never meet that person you're never going to have a happy relationship i think it's all about finding someone that is compatible to you on all the key and important things so compatible with you in terms of your vision for life. Of course, it doesn't mean you need to want the same career, but it's important that you're aligned in that area. Also, um, for example, kids, if you don't want to have kids and you marry a man that wants kids, it doesn't make sense. Like, Someone's gonna have to compromise, and that's a major compromise that can lead to problems down the line. So, finding someone that is compatible with you in terms of your faith, in terms of, you know, um, culturally compatible as well, that's another factor that's really important. So, I definitely say, how do you know if the person's the one? When you find that you and that person are compatible, when you find that, yes, you may not be the same, but it just works, it's like a jigsaw and it just fits together. Um, Also, when you have that assurance within yourself that you know what like this relationship can work this person is good for me i'd say if you're always trying to convince yourself then that's a problem it's like why do you need to convince yourself i feel like when it's natural and it naturally works that's another way that you know that you know what this is a good relationship for me because a lot of the times especially as women we try to force things we try to force the relationship you try to manipulate the person to loving you um I definitely say you know when things develop naturally that's when you know do you know what this person is good for me this person's a um, good match for me so definitely when the relationship develops organically the love grows organically and it just fits together like a puzzle it's not something you have to force you have to squeeze it's not like those jeans that don't fit but you're trying to push your way in because you really like the jeans it's not like that it will just be natural and organic Um, I definitely say that is important next one last one actually what do you think is the key to a happy marriage and that's such a great one to wrap it up I don't think there's one key i think there are many keys to open the same door and i would say um trust is important in a marriage there must be trust and you must also be trustworthy if you're someone that you're always lying you're not someone that people can trust your word that's going to be problematic in your marriage i definitely say um transparency oh my gosh that's one thing i learned in marriage i have to be transparent there's so many times that as a person like spiritually you gotta be naked you gotta be vulnerable you gotta be open about things that bother you things you don't like things that you're afraid of all of those things are so important and i feel like there needs to be vulnerability there needs to be um humbleness when you do get married as well and all of those things it really helps to build on the intimacy and knowing that person they are able to see you in a way that no one else sees you you're able to um be open with them as well I'd also say that communication, I know we always say that all the time, but honestly that is one of the glues that holds that relationship together, communication is so important, when you have poor communication in your relationship, you're going to feel it in everything else, because it's just not, there's always going to be these unnecessary issues and irritations amongst you, um, I would also say, what else is important? fun oh my gosh fun is important if you're just in a cycle of you're going to work you're coming home you're doing the same thing every single day it's going to get boring like it will get boring um so i definitely say fun like making time for each other Um, doing things that you like you know maybe if there's something that he likes do that thing with him if there's things that she likes do that thing with her you know just that having fun life can get stressful life can get so serious sometimes and it's definitely important to inject some fun into it it doesn't necessarily mean you need to be going out all the time and spending money especially if money's tight but also there's so many things you can do at home as well that um can be fun so yeah definitely don't forget to have fun with your partner it's so important as well that's another thing that's going to hold you together that's going to keep the intimacy on point definitely important and another thing as well is intimacy that is very very important in your marriage um and i definitely think that the communication works with that if your communication is not good if you're not in a good space in your marriage you're not gonna want to be intimate with your partner you're gonna be like nah forget it do you know what i mean so (laughs) definitely having the communication side, if there are things that are bothering you, like don't just keep those things inside, even if you think, oh, it's so trivial, I don't wanna look silly, Like be open, be real, be transparent and just say whatever it is that's bothering you, making you uncomfortable, speak about it, and I'd always say making time for yourselves, Make especially, let's say, if you have children, that can get difficult to schedule time in, you know, just for the two of you, but make time for your marriage, Don't allow work and other um, responsibilities to take your time so much that you don't have time to invest in your marriage because whatever you're not investing in, it's not gonna work, it's gonna fail. Um, So like anything in life, it needs to be fed, it needs to be nourished, and I definitely say that's important. And I'd say faith is important in the marriage as well. Um, For me, having God in my relationship helps because if there's issues that I feel like I can't talk to him about, I can talk to God about it. I can pray about it. and also just kind of knowing that you know what like it doesn't matter what issues we may face together the fact that we both have a similar faith that helps us to be able to overcome it as well so yeah i think those are the things that i can think of immediately later on i'll probably think of other things but immediate from my immediate thought right now i'd say that these things are key super super important um yeah so that is actually all the questions i hope you guys enjoyed today's q a podcast if you do have any questions you'd like me to cover in future i'll definitely do another one but i want to do that with another woman we'll get to that some it'll probably be next year but we'll come to that at some point so if you have any other questions you'd like me to answer do shoot them over you can email me at the at gmail.com Or also let me know how you found today's podcast you can drop me a message on my instagram you can even message me on my pkg underscore 995 um i think that's my thing okay do you know what guys everything will be in the show notes (laughs) just in case i'm giving you the wrong handle but yeah so thank you guys for listening i hope you have a great rest of your week and i will be back with you guys next week thursday and guys keep an eye out very soon. I am have, have a podcast recording this coming Saturday and it's all going to be about single and happy. I'm going to be joined by a lovely single lady and we're going to be speaking about single life. So I'm really excited for that podcast. So keep an eye out for it. It's going to be out in two weeks time. So yeah, like I said, have a great rest of your week and I'll be back with you guys next Thursday.